What is up, everybody? Sean Sheehan back here with another edition of the Sheehan Shaw betting show. Um, and you're probably wondering, like, how oh, is this lad doing a betting show? But there's no fights this weekend. But what I'm doing is something a little bit special, a little bit different. Uh, I'm going to look at the bets for next year. And I'm not going to look at the, the upcoming events. I know there's some upcoming events in January and February and stuff like that. But uh, you usually see on your, your favorite betting website, uh, our, our best fight ads as I'm looking at here, there is a section for future bets. So fights that might happen that are kind of, you know, people are looking at down the line this year. Um, and there are betting odds up for it, and you can bet for them. So I'm going to look at some of those fights, talk a little bit through them, think like, right, first of all, we look to see if the fight will actually happen. Um, if the fight does happen, what the odds are like. Most of the odds here are just straight up to win. Uh, so uh, th that's what we'll mostly be looking at. Uh, and let's see if there's some good prices or some, you know, possible winners. There. A lot of these fights are... Um, are like speculative speculative fights, like oh, you know, it's Abdul Razak versus the other lad or Hasbullah, <laughs> the other lad Hasbullah. Uh, but uh, you know, fights that probably will never happen, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but that we, we can look at anyway and see if, like, if they do happen. How will it go? So, uh, as I said, always bet responsibly as well. These are the sort of fun ones. These are like, I'm sure people over, you know, in, in America watching the NFL or the baseball or something, you have, you know, a bet at the start of the year. I always bet my beloved Manchester United to, well, I don't, I'm not going to lie because I know they're not going to win, but I always bet, I, I usually bet on someone to be top scorer in the Premier League from Man United or something like that. And they, they you know, let me down. So maybe this is kind of the MMA version of that. Have a quick bet for the year. I think most places, if it doesn't happen within a certain time frame, let's say the first one up here, McGregor versus Usman. If that fight doesn't happen, hopefully you'll get your money back. Look, make sure as well, bet responsibly. Make sure you look at your bookmakers wherever you're betting and see if that, that is a thing. Um, so if that is, these are kind of a shot in the dark sometimes. Will it happen? Will it happen? So let's get into them. And I'm, I'm just going to run through all the ones they have here. There's maybe... 10 or 15 bets to have here and the funny that Abdul Razak one is actually there I just noticed as I, as I went down but let's let's start with that McGregor versus Usman one so the lineup here is plus 450 for Conor McGregor Kamara Usman minus 700 now will this fight happen first of all um is there a world you could see McGregor fighting Usman like if he did fight him would it be for the title I I can't see it to be honest um not in the very near future anyway like I think if if Conor McGregor comes back, right, and he gets back into a role where he's winning fights, and if he's won three or four fights in a row, I could absolutely see this happening. I could, because Conor McGregor's not a guy who takes a backward step. He's a guy that goes forward, goes upwards, takes the hardest, uh, you know, matches possible. If you're the biggest Conor McGregor hater in the world, or if you're his biggest fan, I don't think there's anyone that could disagree with that. You know, he fought, went up and went and fought Eddie Alvarez, fought Fly May, would have fought Habib Nurmagomedov. There's just, there's just no doubting that, I don't think. So if he did get into that role of winning fights in a row at lightweight, could he go up to welterweight and challenge there? Yeah, I, I think he actually probably would. The hardest part to that, though, is, is winning all those fights a lightweight. Because if he comes back, let's say he has someone like uh, Tony Ferguson is the fight I would love to see. Um, let's say he has that. And I have a, a whole other podcast as well. I don't know if it's out yet or it will be coming out um, on, on Sherdog as well, talking about Conor McGregor and what I think should be next for him. Um, so if he can go in that role, absolutely. But it's very hard to see that. And I also think 
it's very hard to see that happening as well as Usman maybe holding the title for that long. Now, Usman is very, very good and it's it's hard to see anyone beating him at the moment, but MMA is a wild landscape. We saw what happened with Amanda Nunes and we've seen what's happened down through the years for everyone. So, do I think that fight will happen? No, I don't. I, I can't see it happening in, in, the, in the very near future anyway. Um, and the plus 450 for McGregor, minus 700 for Usman, I think that's probably just about right. Yeah, so... Uh, I would avoid that one. Next fight here is a fight that's, that's very possible, actually. Amanda Nunes versus Kayla Harrison. Nunes minus 240, Kayla Harrison plus 205. Now, that's a line I would have looked at a couple of weeks ago and thought, yeah, that's that's probably right. That you know, But then Juliana Pena came along and she changed the world. I remember tweeting, I was like, look, Juliana Pena wins this fight, she's going to change the world. And she did. She's changing what I'm talking about right now and the way I look at that fight. I think Kayla Harrison plus 205 there is a great bet. Do I think this fight will happen? I, prob- I, I do think it will happen. Do- in the next year, yeah, I, I think it will. No, it all depends. Look, it depends on two things, really. Will Nunes be Pena in the rematch if the rematch happens? Uh, one. And two, will Kayla Harrison sign for the UFC? Because that's not a guarantee, I don't think, yet. No, maybe by the time this comes out, she might have, she, she might have signed for the UFC. But I, I, I still think there's a possibility she goes to Bellator. I still think there's a possibility she signs back for PFL for another year. Just because uh, of the Nunes loss, basically. And that if... Uh, you know, if her plan was to come in, get a big money offer to fight Nunes, well, if the Nunes fight is no longer there, that money is probably off the table, but it could quickly come back on the table um, if Nunes was to win the rematch. So if, if I was Kayla Harrison, I, I would wait out. I would wait for that Nunes rematch, hope that Nunes takes it as quick as possible and try to get my way back in. Now, does she go back and try to earn another million quid in PFL in the meantime? How long is that going to take? That's probably going to take another eight or nine months to, to all work out. So that's, you know, that's that's a tough thing to do. And it's, may, maybe it's the move at this stage, but I suppose we will see on that one. But I do think this fight will happen, whether it happens in the next year or not. I don't know. Um, and Kayla Harrison plus 205. I don't think that price is going to get better somehow. Um, although, you know, maybe if Nunes comes back and wins... It will get better. So maybe it is one where you hold off. But I like that price. I think that's good right now. Um, next one, again, is is an alternative to that. It's uh, Chris Cyborg against Kayla Harrison. And that's plus 170 for Kayla, minus 200 for Chris Cyborg. So Kayla Harrison is um, uh, closer to Cyborg in that one. Still an underdog, though, which is very, very interesting. Because, look, if she, uh, it's a question again. Who does she sign for? Bellator, PFL, UFC... If she does sign for Bellator, you would think they will throw her straight into that matchup. So it's a very possible matchup uh, to happen next. It's, you know, it, it, I would say it's still, I, I wouldn't say, maybe I wouldn't say it's 50-50 because Dana White doesn't talk about people like that unless he, he's really, you know, wanting to sign them. I, okay, the Amanda Nunes situation obviously changed everything, but... Um, I think it's Dana you know, White's not the type of guy to go back at it and to let a guy he's or let a a woman he's talked up um as a really fantastic fighter go to a Bellator. Um, so you know if it happens, I think that's good money on Kayla Harrison as well. I definitely pick her to win that fight against Cyborg. I think I don't I don't know what the Nunes fight. I probably probably lean with Nunes at that, but I I just think Cyborg uh against someone like with the grappling chops of Kayla Harrison would have a big, big, big issue. And um, I think Kayla Harrison would probably end up getting inside, taking her down, and and probably winning that fight. So I think plus 170 
is a good bet, but will the fight happen? That's the biggest thing. So if you can get that price, take it, as long as your bookmaker will give the money back if the fight doesn't happen. Um, all right, next one. Uh, Israel Adesanya versus Jared Cannonier minus 300. Adesanya Cannonier plus 250. Now, obviously, Israel is fighting... Uh, against uh, Robert Knuckles, I almost called him there, uh, Robert Whitaker. Um, so this kind of goes along the lines of that Israel Adesanya will beat Robert Whitaker and fight Jared Cannonier next. Now, I don't think that's at all a guarantee. I think Robert Whitaker has a massive chance in the next fight. I don't think he fought to his utmost in the last fight at all. Um, and I think, I, I think this one will be a much closer um tightly run affair to be honest so i look this fight could happen anyway you know maybe whitaker ends up fighting cannonier if he wins it but maybe ends up fighting someone else and cannonier end up uh, ends up fighting adesanya uh but if the fight does happen if adesanya wins if cannonier i don't know if he's fighting anyone but if he wins or if he does end up being the next guy for adesanya i think that line is a little bit close, to be honest. I would probably have Adesanya uh, a little bit of a bigger favourite, minus 300. Okay, you're a 3-1 to one on favourite, but I, I think he should be a bigger favourite against uh, Jared Cannonier. I think guys like Cannonier, who are, you know, he's a good, well-rounded fighter with, with power and stuff. I think Adesanya kind of deals with guys like that. I think it's technicians that Adesanya has a bigger issue with. Someone like a Blahovic, who has, okay, he has power and all that, but he's a very good technical fighter, a very good tactical fighter as well. Uh, and I think that's the biggest problem for Madisanya. I don't think Cannonier really is that. And that's why I think he could have a bigger problem as well with uh, with Whitaker this t- the, the next time. Okay, he's not the most technical fighter either, but I think his tactics might be uh, might be better the next time. So we, we'll, we'll wait on that and we'll wait and see. Right, next fight. It's a fight I do think will happen uh, in the next year. Um, and that's Kamaru Usman versus Hamzat Shemaev. Usman minus 185, Shemaev plus 160. Now, that is a crazy line to think of it, just as, as someone who, like Shemaev, who's fought one guy in the top 15, and the rest of the people, you know, I have great respect for Reese McKee, he's a very good fighter, but he's, what was his first UFC fight on a week's notice. Uh, he fought John Phillips, who is, you know, a very good boxer, but not the best takedown guy in the world, you know, not the best on the ground. Um, and then he fought Mershart, great knockout as well. And Zhang Yang, a fantastic win. Look, we can see how good people are. If you can't see how good Shemaev is, you're, you're, you probably don't know much about MMA, you're blind. Um, but we also should see how good Usman is. Now, I haven't said that. <laughs> I haven't said that. I don't, actually don't think that line is too far off. I think that's just about right. I Look, I think Usman should be favoured, but not much of a favourite. Shamayev is a different sort of beast. This guy is an absolute animal of a fighter. He is brilliant all around in every way. His wrestling is absolutely fantastic. Um, and I think that line is just about right. I probably wouldn't bet on either of them in that line because I don't know who's going to win it. Maybe because I don't know who's going to win it, the guy who's who's the underdog should be the one you bet on. Shamayev at minus or at plus one sixty. That's uh, <laughs> that would just be a brilliant fight, and I I really really hope that happens in the next while. You know, I would do it next. I know poor Leon Edwards probably <laughs> will kill me if he listens to this. Look, Leon deserves his shot, and if he is the next one, uh, um, Usman, there's no problem at all with that. But I need Shamaya versus Usman next year. That is that is the fight. That is one of the best fights you can make in the UFC right now, so we need to see that. We really, really do. Um, next one up here, Nathan Diaz, plus 
plus 120 against Tony Ferguson, minus 140. Um... Look, it looks like Nate Diaz is on the last fight of his contract and that the UFC are trying to get him a Shumayev or trying to get him a Pari or someone that's a very, very tough matchup for him. Um, Nate Diaz doesn't seem to be budging at the moment, but we will see, I suppose, um, uh, how that goes and what happens. A Tony Ferguson fight, look, it's a very winnable fight for, for both guys. It's perfect matchmaking. McGregor versus Ferguson actually is, is the next one as well. Uh, and I think that's perfect matchmaking too. But I think... Look, it's it's very hard to gauge where Tony Ferguson is at the moment compared to, say, a McGregor and uh, a Diaz because he's been fighting at the very, very top kind of up-and-coming guys like the Benil Lariushis and stuff who are, you know, hell-bent and getting towards the title. Um, and he obviously isn't there anymore. You know, he's not at that level. I Personally, I don't think he was ever at that level, to be honest. I, I think he was always... He would always have struggled against the Habib or a McGregor or someone like that, at, who the people at the very top... Um, but he's definitely no longer at his top ebb. Either is Nate Diaz. We all know that. But oh, I've, I've, I kind of struggle to see where that line goes. I feel like, I feel like they just have it about right. Tony Ferguson as the slight favorite. Didn't look the McGregor one. Tony Ferguson plus two fifty. McGregor minus three hundred. I think that's about right. Yeah, I, I think. Look, the problem with McGregor is he broke his leg, and I think if McGregor look the last couple of fights we saw against Poria. Okay, Poria was the better fighter in the majority of both of those fights. But McGregor didn't look like he was shot in those fights. He looked like he wasn't as good maybe as he once was, but he was fighting arguably the best lightweight at the world at the time. Okay, Charles Oliveira has proven that not to be true now. But he, if you took him down a step, you would think he would win fights. I think we would, probably most people would agree with that. Tony Ferguson is probably that step down uh, the way he's been fighting at the moment, uh, the last while. So I think McGregor minus 300 against Tony Ferguson plus 250 is a good line. But it's also a line that if you trust Tony Ferguson to get motivated and get in shape for a McGregor fight, that plus 250 is suddenly a very good price because of McGregor's injury. So it's not one I would, uh, I would put people off betting on at all. Um, but there's a lot, there's a lot of ifs, ands, and buts in that. Will the, the fight happen, first of all? I, I think it actually will, maybe, but uh, we, we will wait and see on that one. Uh, next one, Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat Shemaev. Burns plus 250, Shemaev minus 300. Like, if the Leon Edwards versus Usman fight happens, I think that fight could happen. Burns seems to want it. Uh, Shemaev, I think, would, would take it. It's a very tough fight for Shemaev, though. I remember I talked to Ian Gary in an interview before, and we were kind of, you know, looking forward to, to, to the best welterweights in the world at the moment. Um, and this was before he actually moved to Sanford MMA, and he was telling me about how he thinks Gilbert Burns is, like, the scariest guy in that division. And if you think about it, he is thundering striking, brilliant jiu-jitsu, very good wrestling, tough guy, good everywhere. A very, very, very tough matchup for anyone. So if you want a test for Shamayev to see if he is one of the best in the world, well, that's a perfect test. Um, Shamayev, massive ever to said, minus 300, Burns plus 250. That is, uh, oh, that's a that's a fun, fun fight. I would I would absolutely love to see that. Look, I'd love to see Shamayev fight any of the top guys. I think that's something we really need to see in the next year, and we will see it, I think. We will see it. So very, very interesting one, that one. Um a fight, actually, I just saw before I, I saw this that Dana White said he would make this fight if he could. Dustin Poirier versus Nathan Diaz. The start of fight the UFC want to make. Poirier minus 400. Diaz plus 300. Um, I think... 
I think Poirier should be a bit of a bigger favourite than that. I, I don't see a way Nate Diaz wins that fight at all, to be honest. Unless Poirier is completely out of motivation after lo- losing the title fight, and this is kind of the end of his career. Now, I don't think it is. I, I said on, on podcasts after the fight that I, I think... I think Poirier will bounce back. I think he'll have maybe a, a bisping run to end his career and keep coming at it, keep coming at it, and maybe win the title at some stage. Um, so I don't think that, but that's the only possibility I see for Nate Diaz to win that fight, to be honest. I think that's a, a very, very good line. Minus 400. Okay, no, it's not the best line in the world. You're not going to be, become a millionaire off of that. But uh, I think minus 400 on Poirier would definitely be the way I would go there. I wouldn't take plus 300 on Diaz whatsoever in that one. Um, the next one here... Is Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena, which is a fight that looks like it, you know, it looks like it's, it's going to happen. There's two different lines here, and they're very, very different. Uh, one line with let me just let me just check who it is. Uh, it's BetMGM has um, Amanda Nunes minus twelve hundred and Juliana Pena plus seven hundred, and in the other line, which is just the reference line, it's plus two seventy. For Pena, minus 330 for Nunes. Now, if that minus 330 was available on Nunes, I think a lot of people would probably be taking it. Um, look, there's the, this is a difficult one to talk about because you have to give respect to Juliana Pena, but you also have to say that Amanda Nunes would be the massive favourite if this fight was to happen again. Um, but it's the, that question again, like the one with Pari, is this a change in Amanda Nunes? Is she the same fighter? Is she too rich? You know, the, the, the question we ask with Conor McGregor all the time. Has she too much money in the bank? Is she in those silk sheets? Can she get up at 5am for those runs anymore? You know, she's a, a baby now as well. I'm sure there's sleepless nights and everything like that. Same as, you know, McGregor and his family had a baby as well. It's, um, it's, it's a difficult one. It's a very, very difficult one to see if she comes back. Now, I, if there's someone she could have lost her. And to come back and fight that person again, I think Juliana Pena probably is a matchup she would she would look at. Although I, I I don't like saying that either because sometimes we forget. And I looked at an old tweet, or I tweeted before like six or seven years ago, and I was like, oh, Ju- maybe, well, five years ago maybe. I was like, Juliana Pena is very good. She's an excellent comer. I think she could. It's a fifty fifty fight with Nunes. Now very different Nunes. I'm not some soothsayer or anything like that. Don't get me wrong. But sometimes we forget that Juliana Pena is actually a good fighter. You know, she's tough, durable has good takedowns, good wrestling, and as she showed, she can land a jab in that fight as well. So you couldn't rule her out. You couldn't rule her out. But I'm kind of half rooting her out anyway. I think Amanda Nunes will win that. This line, I feel like the minus 300 line is... I feel like it's a bit small. Minus 1,200 may be a bit big, so I would probably avoid that one for a while. <clears throat> right. Next few fights here. Charles Oliveira, Justin Gaethje. Uh, a fight that looks like it's going to happen. Oliveira minus 170. Gaethje plus 145. I'd be all over Oliveira and that. I'd, and there's no lines up yet, but I, I, I'll I, spoiler alert for a betting show in the future. I will be going for Oliveira by submission and that. I just think Justin Gaethje against Habib showed that his submission game, his jiu-jitsu game, is not up to scratch whatsoever. Uh, and you can't fight someone like Charles Oliveira and not have a submission game or a defensive submission game anyway, that's elite. Justin Gaethje should be probably on the mats right now as we speak. He should be eating his turkey and ham on Christmas Day on the mats, getting prepared for this fight. You know, he is a big, big deficit to uh, to make up, and I don't even think he can make it up in that short of time. But uh, we will see it. Minus 170 for Charles Oliveira, that is a line I would be all over. I think that's a great price on Charles Oliveira. 
Um, next one here, uh, Saryukin versus Joel Alvarez. I think that fight's happening, so we, we leave that one maybe, but Joel Alvarez plus 310. The last time, if any, anyone remembers in the previous betting show, I gave Alvarez a big plus money. I'd, I think he'll win that. Uh, plus 375 for Alvarez. There you go. There's another bet I, I would put on that. Um, I leave the, the Cater Chikadze one uh, as well because that's a fight that's coming up. Cater is plus 175, Chikadze minus 205. That's an interesting line as well. You know, Chikadze kind of the up and comer. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. Interesting. I think I think it should be maybe a little bit closer. Um, so, yeah. Right, here we go. Here's here's some fun ones. Here's some fun ones. Go on. Right, Abdul Razak <laughs> plus one three five has Bula Megamedov minus one sixty five. Now, th- these lads, who who's to say? Th- look, if this happens, it can't be a real fight, can it? WWE would probably be the place for this or somewhere else. I don't know. Those those Russians are mad lads. We, we all know that. It could happen. I would uh it, look if it does happen, it's hardly gonna be a real fight. So they're gonna fix it for someone to win. And you know, when I say fix, you know, a pro wrestling match or something like that. And you can bet in pro wrestling matches, so there's nothing wrong with that. Hasbulla is the star like, so they can't let the star lose, can they? Unless they wanna do a trilogy, maybe. Uh so uh, yeah, I'd probably go for Hasbulla minus minus one sixty five there. This is the breakdown everyone needs. That that turning psychic as well that Hasbulla has. That's legit. I saw him training today. Rocky uh Rocky Collage got around and all. Hasbulla is the man. Hasbulla is the man. Minus one sixty five. I'm all over that. Hasbulla has it. Right. The last few here, Jan Blahovic versus Yuri Prohachka, plus one five five. Or one one five, sorry, plus one one five for Blahovic, minus one three five for Prohachka. Um, well, it's Blahovic. You know, that that's a bit of a weird one now because Blahovic is not the champion anymore. It's Glover Teixeira, so it's going to be Glover. So that's a, a possible fight that could happen down the line. Uh, Blahovic is fighting uh, Rakic coming up soon, so that's not a guaranteed win. Prohachka <clears throat> against Glover is not a guaranteed win either. So uh, you know, if both win, it could happen. If both lose, it could happen. So maybe it is a fight that could happen. Um, I think that line is just about right. Um, I think Prohachka would win that. So, yeah, just about right. Uh, Shamaya versus Edwards in. Minus 275 plus 235 for Edwards. Shamaya, obviously, the favorite at minus 275. I think that's about right as well. Um, I think if that fight happens... Like, if, if Leon Edwards goes in there and beats Usman, that is the fight that will happen. So, you know, it's probably not 50-50 because I think Usman will win the fight against Edwards if that does happen. But it's there's a high possibility that fight happens, you know, um, and maybe even if there's an injury or some other fight happens, you could see uh, you could see that fight happen. So it's definitely a fight I wouldn't rule out happening. Um, I think Shemaev is uh, t- minus two seventy five. I think that's a good price to be honest. I think he beat Leon Edwards pretty handily, so that's an interesting one. Uh, Masvidal versus Diaz minus three twenty five for Masvidal plus two seventy five for Diaz. Obviously, we saw that fight before, and Masvidal kind of took him apart. But that was Masvidal in his kind of highest ebb. I don't think he's there anymore. Look, Diaz isn't either. We all know that. Um, but uh, I think that's. <sighs> Yeah, I think that's right as well. I, I probably have Masvidal a bit of a bigger favorite even, but, but minus three seventy five is, is pretty good. Um, Adesanya versus Jones minus one fifteen for Adesanya Jones minus one hundred five. So Adesanya is the favorite in that. If I yeah, Adesanya is the favorite to beat John Jones. Not a hope in hell. John Jones wins that fight every day of the week, twice on Sunday. I don't think it'll happen. Don't I don't think it's a fight that's going to happen uh, unless Adesanya wins a few middleweight and moves up again. But even then, John Jones looks like he's moving to heavyweight. Um, so yeah, I don't think that's a fight that's going to happen, but you know, we, we will see, but I would definitely be back in John Jones. 
if if you feel like that fight's going to happen and you want to back someone, John Jones minus one five definitely. I love that price on John Jones. Uh, Dustin Poirier, Happy Evening, Magomedov. That's a fight definitely not going to happen. Plus three uh, three eighty five for Poirier minus five hundred for Norman Magomedov. That's going to happen. Poirier versus Chandler. I could see that minus one seventy five for Poirier. Chandler uh, plus one fifty. I would I would give a higher uh, price there for uh, for Paria. I think that's a good price on Paria minus one seventy five. Yeah, I think he'll uh, I, I think he'll win that one, and I think he, yeah, that would be a, a very very good price for uh, for Dustin Paria. So yeah, no price here on on Jan Jones at heavyweight or anything like that. I was hoping there'd be one of them, but no, alas. Um, I, I think Jones, if he does go in there against one of the heavyweights, obviously it was something we will talk about in the future. Um, I think he'd probably be an underdog. If he's an underdog here against Adesanya, I think he'd definitely be an underdog against... Definitely in Ganu if he was to win. But Ganya, that's... The, oh, my God, that's the fight I want to see. But anyway, um, I, I think that one might be more even, maybe. But very interesting as we go forward. So, yeah, um, some interesting things there. Let me know what bet you're going to be betting on uh, next year. As I said, the Joel Alvarez one is what I, I would definitely look at. Um, I think if... Kayla Harrison signs for Bellator. I think that's a very good price on her to beat Chris Cyborg and uh, Conor McGregor as well. Tony Ferguson. I think that fight will happen. Minus 300. Not, not, a, not a bad price there at all. So, yeah, those are my bets for uh, for 2022 or those are the bets for 2022. Let me know what you're betting on, as I said. And, uh, yeah, we will leave it there. We're back in the new year with uh, more betting shows as the events get back. I really enjoy doing them and I uh, really enjoy getting my bets right as well. I got a lot of them wrong, but some of them right as well. And uh, it's been uh, it's been very, very fun. Uh, I leave it there. Thanks, everyone, for watching. My name is Sean Sheehan for Sherdog.com. And I'll see you all next time.